Hey, and welcome to the Marketing Automation Podcast by Active Demand, your weekly dip into the world of marketing automation, where you get tips for your agency, SaaS product, or B2B company. I'm your host, Adriel, and why don't we get it started? And I'm joined today by Jason. Jason is director of Flowbird, and Flowbird is a UK agency that helps businesses that are wasting money on lead generation and not maximizing the return. Flowbird combines the power of CRM and marketing automation into a seamless solution to bridge the gap between sales and marketing. Welcome to the show, Jason. Thank you very much. Welcome. And, uh, you know, one of the things that I thought would be interesting, uh, since it's it's right in the title there, is uh, bridging the, the gap between sales and marketing. It's uh, It's something that if you don't know what you're looking at, you may not be able to diagnose it. But boy, it, it seems like it's a it's a problem in most of the companies, uh, many of the uh, large B two B companies out there. Absolutely, yeah. We we found from experience that um, the sales and the marketing departments were kind of working in isolation with each other. So we would have a situation where a sales person was selling, and they were basically managing their leads. But at the point that maybe that lead goes cold for whatever reason they were just then diarizing a follow-up call maybe in six or 12 months time and at which point obviously that lead has now gone cold and likewise from the marketing department um, the marketing department were generating inquiries and then passing them through but having no real idea as to what was happening with those leads apart from sort of whether they closed out so we wanted to combine the two systems so that if at the point that a salesperson couldn't necessarily close the deal, um, you know, the person wasn't ready or for whatever reason, then simply within the CRM system, that inquiry, that lead would be passed automatically back to the marketing person. And then the marketing team would then kick off with sort of long-term nurture, ongoing campaigns. Um, but it also meant from a marketing perspective that they were aware that, you know, maybe a lead they put through wasn't fully qualified, didn't have enough information at the beginning. So suddenly we've got this, we've got this bridging this gap between the two so they could both work um, together and obviously then start to generate more sales, more inquiries, but ultimately to maximize on the value of the leads that they were making. Um, we found that people were spending a lot of money on lead generation and then, you know, it was kind of a, it was a burn rate, you know, yeah, we got through that, we got through that and they weren't really maximizing those leads for sort of the long term um, because there was no sort of infrastructure between the two two departments um, to enable them to do that. So that's where we found a sort of a, a gap in the market, so to speak. Yeah, it's it's always something that uh, that the companies bring up is they've run some different campaigns and uh, they they like to throw out the idea of those campaigns. Maybe they'll try something, they'll dip their toe into one particular marketing area and then they feel they don't see the return, they don't come back to it, which is the, the right thing to do. But unfortunately the thing that's that's frequently missing is uh, you know, a, a solid goal. What are what, what kind of goals have you seen uh, that maybe could be improved? And, and what, are the, what are some of the goals that uh, that you've seen that companies have had that have been uh, extraordinarily clear? I think the, the the biggest one is we worked with a, a SaaS company. They were selling a software platform, um, and what they were doing is they were getting through a lot of demos and they were literally then just moving on, moving on, moving on. And what we were able to do is we were able to implement a system that took that that person who was requesting the demo through this whole journey so that that person, even though they weren't ready to buy the software straight away, were still on the long-term nurture. And we were constantly going back, 
filtering those people back into the system. And suddenly their, their costs for, for acquisition on new leads dropped because they were able to they were able to put those people back into the system. We found from their particular case that the person would had a problem um, that they needed to solve, that this software was able to solve, but they maybe weren't ready because it was sort of a cultural change within the business. Um, but rather than sort of just throwing them away straight away, um, they could reduce their their marketing, sort of their PPC costs and their sort of purchasing of list costs quite substantially and just put those people back through the process. So it proved it's proving, well, it's still ongoing, actually. It's proving very effective for them sort of keeping everybody in the loop as for as long as possible until they're ready to buy. Now, those sales cycles could be longer. They could be a year. They could be two years. But the people are still keeping bubbling over, bubbling over until they're ready to buy. And obviously, they're reinforcing the message of this is why you need the software. This is what the things you should look out for. These are the benefits that it brings to you as a company. So they're constantly working on that process. The other thing that we found also is the referral process. So we instantly started putting in a um, – so they would do a demo. So we would – after the demo, if they weren't going ahead for whatever reason, we would ask them for feedback on the referral, and we would ask them if they would share about the referral. If they did a trial, we would ask them for the feedback on the trial. If the trial was good, we would ask them for a, a reference as well. And so at every single stage of the buyer's journey, those people were being forming part of the whole marketing process as well. Yeah, I, I can definitely see that. And one of the, uh, you know, whenever you do, you're performing advertising, getting awareness with users and getting them to do anything is the, always the most costly part of marketing. So it's really nice to be able to keep more of those people, keep, especially the ones that, that are qualified to begin with and maybe just mm -hmm. weren't ready uh, and then put them into that nurture process and, and get them out as well. Um, and one of the things you mentioned there, getting uh, getting references is, is uh, in my mind, super important. I think a lot of companies out there have a referral program, but it's usually very basic. Sometimes it it might be uh, manual. Maybe they maybe they they mail out like thank you cards uh, as as their like that's that's their referral program, <laughs> and they may not have this uh, very consistent manner which you need to be able to really maximize that channel is that consistency uh, that you get through uh, automating the process. And I think I think getting getting in their particular case, they were getting um, not necessarily referral, but feedback on the demos and feedback on the trials. And they're able to take that information back into the system and say, look, you know, if we improve the trials uh, or if we improve the, the the even the demonstrations that we did, that can have an ongoing effect. You know, if we're suddenly doing something that people don't like, let's change that, you know, and most companies have no way of knowing that. I've done trials myself. And there's never a feedback. You get a sort of, you know, what did you think? But there's no feedback process loop um, looping back into the system so that they can use that for ongoing processes, which is good. So yeah, getting that temperature yeah. check. I think I think yeah. you see that from a lot of really good companies. When you mm -hmm. think about some of the apps, they're they're almost uh, um, they always ask for feedback at uh, mm -hmm. at every step of the way, and I th and I think that's a great way of uh, of making the process better because we you know we're not out here to to do marketing and sales just for fun. We're out here to, to get a result. And, and and part of getting a good result is checking in frequently to uh, see how we're doing. Uh, Jason, when uh, when you get into helping a company, how do you find out about their sales process? And, and what do you find in when you do that, uh, that step? 
So the first thing that we we actually do is we uh, we do the initial sort of what we call persona development and the goal setting. So we will sit down with them and we'll say, right, you know, who are you marketing to? Why are you marketing to these people? What particular problems are you starting to solve? Um, and then obviously we go through kind of, you know, what are you hoping to achieve out of the whole process? And we document that as part of the initial um, starting. And then what we actually use, we, we use a, a workflow software um, to actually start mapping out. And we find it works so successfully with people where we sit right okay what happens here what happens here and we're starting to draw this this workflow process out and then we start to get consistency because if you're sitting with a team of salespeople and you say right okay so you do this this and then you suddenly get this well no i don't do that way i do it this way and suddenly you're starting to get feedback from all the team and because it's in a single place the management team then suddenly realize that well hold on we've got you know five different ways of doing our sales process, what works, what doesn't work. We've got no consistency, so it's difficult to measure. And then that process, we say, well, what happens, as I said before at the beginning, what happens if you can't, you know, that prospect's not ready to go, what do you do? And that's when suddenly it becomes obvious that this is gap in the in the whole system. Um, and by mapping that out on the screen in front of people, we find that's an effective way for people to visualize what they've actually got going, what they, what's happening within the business. Um, once that's finished, it's usually a bit of a spider's web. Um, we tidy that all up, make it look neat, and then we present it back to the client with a kind of, okay, this is what your look like. This is kind of our suggestions. And we're actually starting to build these these processes in. And when that's when we start take that off the system and we then start to apply that both to the CRM systems um, and to sort of active demand um, for the automation side. So we're building out both sides of that process in one go. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I bet that visualizing this is such a, a clarifying moment for most businesses because mm -hmm. they have these sales and marketing processes that have um, like organically built up over time, but don't actually make a lot of sense and, and need to be clarified, need to be simplified, need to have accountability and transparency built into them where where they don't yeah. and uh, I, I bet that visualizing step is so valuable for clients Jason we know that you use active demand for your marketing automation platform but how do you help customers find their CRM or the right CRM for them um, we start off we have our preference um, which is pipe drive and we're pipe drive experts and that would be our first port of call but we appreciate that um, pipe drive is not suitable for every single business so what we've done from a number of clients over the years is we've actually gone out and done a, a sort of a CRM selection process so we'll sit down with you as a client and we'll ask you a number of different questions about you know the type of business sales processes you have um, and then once you did that we will go out with our experience and we will look at a system that's right for you and then we work with you to help you make the right selection for you as part of that process so it what it means is that you know there are a lot of salespeople out there who will sell a crm system and they may tell you it will do different things but we're actually working with you as an ex as an expert helping you pick something that fits your particular business because we hope that once you've got a crm system that you will grow into it and that it will be part of your process for a long a long time um and then ideally as we've done recently, is we're in integrating that with Active Demand to do the marketing automation platform um, as part of that process. Yeah, I, I know from the inside, the CRM selection process is uh, uh, daunting for a lot of companies out there. They're really scared to make the wrong decision. Mm. Um, typically, what they do is they'll, they'll get a big decision committee going. They'll make up some sort of uh, uh, scorecard all on their own, and uh, and they'll try to select a, uh, the right CRM. But it's so hard when when you're not experts at the technology to to make the right decision. 
I think so. I think, I mean, I think at the last count I heard, there was something like 974 different CRM systems available on the market today. <laughs> so, you know, it is a case of obviously there's the big names out there and the ones we all know, but they may not necessarily suitable. We did a selection process for a, for a client um, and we went through all the big names and we went through some small names and they actually ended up picking one of the smaller companies to work with because it, it was such a good fit for that particular industry. Um, they would, they'd never heard of it before never heard of that company would probably never have found it but it's out there and it's available and it's all part of that that overall process so you know pick the right system for you your business rather than sort of oh it's a big name so therefore it must be it must be the right product so it's in it's important to sort of have that overview rather than sort of um you know have the glossy shiny box that you're appealing to because it you just feel that it should be the right thing so it's an important it's an important part of your business. CRM should be sort of core to what you do because it is your customers and it's the way you manage your customers. So make sure you get it right first time. Uh, Jason, how do uh, how do people get a hold of you, especially uh, listeners in Europe who might need help with their sales and marketing process? Um, the, the most obvious way is the website. So flowbird.co.uk um, or email inbound at flowbird.co.uk. Um, so we're based in Southeast England, but we pretty much cover most of England. I always say it's quicker for us to go to Paris than it is to um, Birmingham. I'm not sure that's actually true, but geographically <laughs> it's pretty close. Um, and we are you know, the biggest chunk of our business is, is basically London. So, and we're, we're half an hour's train ride into London. So, it's really quick for us. So that's it. And then obviously wait, all the details are on the website, contact forms. Um, we, you know, we prove what we do. We know we have automations, we have landing pages. Um, you can go and test us out as much as you want. So happy, yeah, I think that's, that's one of the awesome parts about, uh, about this kind of, uh, connection between sales and marketing. Once you have it and you have the business goals really clearly defined, mm-hmm. you know, for sure, what the impact of this is on business and exactly that quantifiable number. And I think that makes uh, uh, selecting an agency or selecting software or knowing whether marketing is working or not so much more useful. Absolutely. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on the show, Jason. You're welcome. Thanks for listening this week. If you think someone else at your company should listen to this podcast, send them the link activedemand.com forward slash podcast. We've also got lots of great articles on our blog that go into really specific, in-depth topics to help you out. If you have a suggestion for a topic you'd like covered, shoot us an email at support at activedemand.com or send us a tweet. Thanks again for listening and have a killer day making your business better through automation.